An entitled Karen freaks out on Valentine's Day because she got a bouquet of flowers that she didn't like. Things got so bad that she threatened to call the police on my dad simply because she was so angry over the flowers she got. But it all backfired on her instantly as karma came in at the right moment and shut her down completely. Here's what happened. So my parents own a flower shop and have run their own shop since before I was born. So as a result, I was pretty much raised in their flower shop. Even as a little kid, I would help out on weekends by sweeping, emptying the trash can, or anything else they had going on. All in all, I really enjoyed it. That is, until Valentine's Day rolled around every year. If you talk to anyone in the floral industry, they will tell you that Valentine's Day is a week-long nightmare. Everyone and their brother wants two things specifically. They definitely want red roses and only red roses, and they want it delivered to their significant other on Valentine's Day, so they can stay out of the doghouse. The worst is when we would deliver the roses to an office building, which many customers demanded. The kind of woman who has to have roses delivered to their office are usually doing it so they can show off to the other women that they work for. To that particular breed, it isn't about the flowers or the love. It's about lording their relationship over the heads of the lesser women. And with that in mind, that's when we had a deal with a Kevin and a Karen. The Kevin in this story is the dumb, well-meaning husband, and the Karen is vicious and cold-hearted. Kevin called in first thing on Valentine's morning. I was answering the phone for my parents and I was about 15 or 16 at the time. I was also writing down orders for them that they could then fill. When Kevin called, he was tentative and very apologetic about the late order, but rest assured he didn't want red roses. This was good because we had been out of red roses for a couple of days. Here's how he explained what he wanted. He said to us, I want seven yellow roses and two white roses wrapped up. Yellow is my wife's favorite color and we've been married for seven years and the two white roses represent our two children. On the card, he had me write something along the lines of basically celebrating their seven years of being together and how his wife is beautiful and how he's so happy that she gave him two precious daughters. Now, on any other day of the year, this would be a very romantic gesture. But on Valentine's Day, I knew this was going to backfire when he said he had to have them delivered to her office. I already had four orders going to that office building, so adding another one to the delivery route was not a problem. I double-checked that he wanted the seven yellow roses and the two white roses just in case he wanted to change it to a more traditional Valentine's Day dozen. But no, he was insistent that his order was exactly what he wanted and that his wife would love it. So I took his credit card information, I processed the order, and I moved on with my day. Later that day, a very angry looking woman stormed into the shop holding a bouquet of, you guessed it, seven yellow and two white roses. Immediately, she demanded to speak to the manager, which was either of my parents. I got my dad and I sat back and just watched. As soon as my dad appeared, she laid into him. She screamed and ranted about how stupid we must all be because there's no way her husband would do something as stupid as sending yellow and white roses on Valentine's Day. She accused us of cheating her, lying to her husband, and making her look bad. She goes on to say, all the other women in my office got a dozen red roses and a nice vase. You sent me this garbage of yellow and white ones. They are all wrapped. Who in the world sends wrapped roses on Valentine's Day? You made me look like an absolute fool. My dad tried to calm her down, but it was no good. She then demanded that we refund her husband's money. And so, trying to keep the peace, that's exactly what my father did. He found the order slip, refunded every last penny of her husband's order, and then she demanded a free dozen red roses for the inconvenience and the humiliation that we caused her. My dad tried to explain to her that we were totally out of all 
all roses by this point. It was nearly 5 o'clock on Valentine's Day. We had sold our last rose a couple of hours earlier. At this point, another customer came in, so I stepped over to help him out. He was a young guy who looked very desperate. He asked in a very tentative and polite voice if we had any roses left because he had forgotten Valentine's Day was such a big deal. It was his first Valentine's Day with a girlfriend and he wanted to do it right. While my father is busy getting yelled at by this entitled Karen and being told that he must be lying, he then overheard this young guy. My dad looks at the guy and says, oh, you need some roses? The guy says, yes, please. If you have any, I don't care what color or how many. My dad then looks at this guy and says, you're in luck. I have seven yellow and two white. They are all yours on the house. And when my dad said this, this Karen's head looked like it was going to explode. She started screaming, oh, no, you don't. Those are my roses. But my dad went right back at her. He said to her, no, they're not yours anymore. You wanted a refund, which I gave you. They are now my roses and I'm giving them to this nice man. The entitled Karen started screeching and she said to him, no, I refuse to not have roses, even yellow ones that are awful. It is Valentine's Day. Thank you. Fine. Whatever. Process the payment again if you have to, but I'm leaving with those roses. My dad looks at her and says, no, you're not. Get out of my store now. You aren't welcome here. My dad then proceeded to hand the bouquet, which was still in perfect condition, over to this young man, as well as a box of chocolates for his girlfriend. My dad looks at the guy and says, happy Valentine's Day and have a great night with your girlfriend. This entitled Karen then looks at my dad and starts to shout, I'm calling the police. This is theft. My dad looks at her plain face and says, go ahead, but do so from the parking lot. Now get out. The entitled Karen stammered for a moment before storming out. Now, I'm not sure if she actually called the police or anything like that, but thankfully, overall, we never saw her again, which considering her attitude was honestly a really good thing. I think the entitled Karen of this story falls under the category that the original poster described earlier of people who only wanted these flowers on Valentine's Day so that they could show it off to their co-workers and be like, oh my gosh, look how much my significant other loves me. Like, come on, that's so weird. And this entitled Karen's husband literally asked for this specific thing. He wanted the yellow roses and the white roses wrapped together for his wife. And he even was pretty convinced that she would love what he was giving her. But clearly that backfired pretty quickly. Also, I have to say the original poster's father is awesome. They handled that so well. And all of the karma that you could possibly want towards this Karen came together in such a beautiful way. I mean, what are the chances that someone came in last second looking for flowers and he was able to give them to this guy in spite of this Karen? That is honestly such beautiful karma. And I can't think of a better recipient of that than this entitled Karen. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled customer announces to the restaurant that I don't care and that I am somehow ruining her birthday simply because somebody in the back messed up her order. And I'm so sick of dealing with entitled jerks all the time in my job. Here's what happened. So this happened the other night. A party of 16 comes in and everyone is nice for the most part. The first couple to get there nonchalantly let me know that they would all be on separate checks. And they then apologize saying, sorry, it's going to be a pain. And I'm just thinking to myself, great, this is just what I wanted to hear. 16 separate checks. And before I know it, I'm getting drunk orders. I get to this one lady and she orders her drink and says to me, this is my first day in 80 days that I'm drinking. And just because I didn't know what to say, I forced a laugh and I just smile and move to the next person. I take everyone's food order and eventually the food comes out. I'm making sure that 
everyone's okay. And the same lady lets me know that she hasn't gotten her food yet. I apologize and I let her know that I'm going to check on it immediately. And I thought that maybe someone just forgot to run it out, but that wasn't the case. It literally had not been made. So I begin to panic and I check the computer. I definitely did ring it in, so the cooks must have overlooked it. So I let them know that I need it on the fly like right now. I go out again to check on everyone and each time I came out, someone needed something. Usually just another drink. The lady that was without her food looks at me with a stupid pout on her face and says to me, it's my birthday and everyone is eating except for me. So again, I just apologize and she says to me, tell me, was it your fault or theirs? Obviously meaning the kitchen. I'm not really sure what to say as it really is not my fault. But with that in mind, she probably won't believe me. So again, I just apologize and I tell her that yes, I rung it in. She just laughs and looks around the table. She then decides to make an announcement on my behalf. She says to everybody at the table that I don't care. And she says this as I'm standing literally right next to her. So I say nothing. I look at her and I walk away to go tell my manager because I have a feeling this lady is going to be an issue. A 17th person of this party of 16 appears at some point. So I take his order and his food just so happens to be ready at the same time as this other entitled Karen's food. I bring them over at the same time, dropping the man's off first because he is at the other end of the table. In retrospect, I should have dropped hers off first since she had been waiting overall, but oh well. And even when I drop his off first, this entitled Karen yells across the restaurant, even he got food before me. I then drop hers off literally seconds later and just apologize. My manager eventually and finally goes over to talk to them and apparently the lady was telling her that she just wanted me to care and it didn't seem like I cared in the slightest, which you know what? She was correct. I did not care. But as a server, you always have to put on a nice face. Apparently, she told my manager that I had an attitude and that I had rolled my eyes. I have never gotten an attitude or rolled my eyes with any customer. I'm a star student of People Pleasing Academy and I would never roll my eyes of all things, no matter how annoying someone is, because I would like to keep my job overall. The only other interaction I had with this entitled Karen was when I asked if her food was okay. And this was right after she spoke to my manager. She just smiled smugly and replied, yeah, it's great. Eventually, this entitled Karen's food and drinks were taken off the bill. And I've had a lot of rude entitled customers in my day, but this lady literally took the cake. The entitled Karen of this story was being very rude. She didn't get her food on time because somebody messed up in the back and that negatively affected the server up front. They did their job. They did what they were supposed to do. They put it in the system and the cooks in the back messed up. And that's one of the hardest things about being a server. Things getting done is literally in the hands of other people who may or may not care. And it sounds like the cooks in this situation definitely did not care. They messed up and so the server is the one that got chewed out. And who is this server to seriously be like, I just want them to care. Like I really find that incredibly toxic to do towards a server at a restaurant. Like they literally are paid to care. They are waiting on you hand and foot and they're trying to make sure your food is good and on time. This is literally just an extenuating circumstance where it was completely out of their hands. And seriously, in my opinion, after the age of like 21, if you seriously use it's my birthday as an excuse to be an obnoxious jerk, you are the one with a problem in my opinion. This lady was turning 44 years old. Like seriously, nobody cares. And in my opinion, you can't use that as an excuse just to treat everybody around you like garbage. An entitled customer leaves a horrible review for me, all because I told them that we couldn't serve any more drinks after 9 o'clock p.m. And as a result, my manager 
manager turns on me and tries to pull me into a disciplinary meeting claiming that I didn't do my job properly and I've never been more frustrated in my life. Here's what happened. So I literally just experienced one of the most infuriating and irritating experiences I have ever come across in my five years as a server. So to set the scene, it's a Thursday night and three of us are on shift for the whole restaurant, including the bar. We close our kitchen and bar at around 9 o'clock p.m., give or take maybe 15 minutes. But people are free to order desserts and stay as long as they'd like because desserts are just taken from a box and it's rude to just kick people out. We also close them at this time because sanitizing the area and doing stock and closing procedures takes absolutely the longest time ever. It says on our website and Google that the business closes at this time so people are fully aware. A table of six came in that had booked ahead of time at around 8 o'clock p.m. My manager then lets me know five minutes before that they'll be closing the bar at 9 o'clock p.m. and that I should go to the tables and ask whether they'd like to make any drink orders before we do. It's very standard procedure and it's something we do for everybody. I mean, most tables have almost finished anyways, so they either don't mind or they give me their last orders. But when I get to this table, whose wine bottle was mostly full anyways, they look at me entirely shocked. They ask me if I'm being serious and tell me it's ridiculous. I apologize to them and I tell them that I'm very happy to help them out for the next 10 minutes, but it's out of my hands. They then start telling me that we should be serving drinks until our liquor license says so, which they know is 11 o'clock p.m. I leave to get dessert menus for them, and when I come back, the guy apologizes and asks if I'm okay. I relax a bit, and I'm thinking that it's over, but that is a huge mistake. It's not. They ask me, what if we want a dessert wine? I reply that unfortunately, no drinks are available at any table. The bar equipment is sanitizing as we speak, and our official closing time is 9 o'clock p.m., which they were told on the booking. They tell me it's horrible business practice and they'll leave this in their review. I tell them they are free to do so and there's nothing I can do to change the time that we close our services. They then call me a liar and that they don't want to have to pay any service charges or leave a tip. I mean, I get like 5% on their service charge anyways and they're saying they don't want to do this because I'm lying to them. Now, I do not get paid enough to lie to you and put myself through grief. So I tell my manager that they've asked to have it removed and when she asks why, I explain and instead of speaking to them, she gives them an extra 20% off. Fast forward and they seriously leave a three paragraph review the next day calling me rude for not being accommodating. And here's the part that is seriously the most infuriating. They mentioned that they didn't even want any more drinks in the first place. They were just offended that they couldn't have any if they wanted to and that I wouldn't make an exception for them. The assistant manager had to literally talk to the manager and talk them out of calling me into a disciplinary meeting because I was literally just doing my job and I know for a fact that I did nothing wrong. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Those customers are awful. They just literally wanted to feel special and feel like they could get some kind of exception. Like, how dumb do you have to be? And it really makes that three-paragraph review just completely pointless. They're making up all these horrible things, and they're not actually offended by something that the server did. They're just mad that they didn't get their way, which is totally unfair for the server. They didn't do anything wrong. They were just doing their job. And what kind of manager would just be like, all right, just give them 20% off. Also, you're in trouble for doing this. Like, what? They didn't do anything wrong wrong? What are you talking about? The server literally did exactly what they were supposed to do. They told him that the bar was closed and they asked him if they had any other drinks they wanted to get. And that was that. I mean, there's no reason to punish this person simply because there was a bad outcome. So overall, it really sounds like the original poster just has a really awful manager and it sounds like that's just not a good working environment. And trust me when I say this, you did not fail. But in fact, it's your manager that completely failed you and the restaurant. My boyfriend is asking me to work three days of hard work at his food truck without compensating me in the slightest. And I feel like he really doesn't appreciate me and he's being really ungrateful of my help and I seriously don't know what to do. So I've been with my boyfriend for over two years now. We love each other a lot. We make each other laugh every day and are planning to move in together this year. My boyfriend owns a food truck and is very passionate about his food. When we first met, he was only cooking at home and was very apprehensive about having his own business. I've encouraged him over the last year while helping him apply for a license, helped him search for a truck, and over the last year, he has slowly grown a name for himself in the industry, and I'm so proud of him for following his dream and going for it. He was just accepted to one of the largest food truck festivals in the U.S., which is huge for him, not only in the money, but the exposure as well. It's difficult to get accepted, and I'm extremely proud of him. When discussing the festival with the festival showrunners, they stated that most vendors in the festival festival make about $7,000 in the three days that it's going on. The festival goes from the morning all the way until late into the night for three days straight. The truck is hot, the work is busy, and non-stop. And I mean, it is work. Most weekends, I've helped him in the truck taking orders, helping any way I can, but this is much bigger and much longer than anything I've helped with before. In the year he's had this business, I've never asked him for any sort of payment because I've been happy to spend time with him and help out. It honestly 
honestly hadn't even crossed my mind. Since this is a much bigger event, and for three days, I have to take two days off of PTO from work just to help out. When I mentioned to my friends about the festival, they asked how much he was going to pay me, and I said he wasn't. They then said that he should be paying me something, or at least giving me something as a thank you. Recently, he got a new electric neck van, which is a fan that hangs off your neck and it blows air into your face. And he has this for the food truck festival, since it's going to be really hot. I asked if he got me one as well, and he said no. Now, I couldn't help but feel unappreciated, as I'm also in the hot truck, working for hours just like he is. And the neck fan is like, what, $20 maximum? I mean, come on. When the festival came up, I asked if he could buy us a couple's massage for the day after the festival, since we would have sore muscles from working, and it's something we've discussed for a long time about doing together. He said to me, uh, what about dinner instead? Now, as some clarification, dinner to my boyfriend is not some fancy restaurant. It's a diner or a deli. I felt really dejected again, and I just felt unappreciated. My friends are saying that if it were them, they would insist on being paid for three days of hard work, or at the very least, be given a massage that would cost $200 max. When thinking about it, if the situation were reversed, I think I would offer my helper, girlfriend or not, a cut of the profits, since they are working as well. I don't want to get into a fight, but I also want to be respected and appreciated for my time and work. So am I being greedy for demanding to be compensated? What's the best way to go about doing this without us fighting? What should I do? First off, you need to understand that this is not a charity. You are taking time off of work to help them out with this, and with that, you absolutely expect some kind of compensation. And yes, you love helping out and spending time with him and getting to know him and seeing what he's passionate about. But that doesn't mean that you should have to sacrifice your time at work just to help him out for free on the weekend, regardless of what the event is. Like, think about it. He is asking you to take time off work and use up some of your PTO days while also asking you to work long, hot hours in the kitchen, which is physically demanding. I mean, this is going to be very uncomfortable for several hours, and he's not working for free, so why on earth should you be expected to work for free? That is not fair in the slightest, and he seriously should be compensating you. So I really think he needs to understand where you're coming from. And you could do this in such a way where it's kind and nice and you're not being aggressive. Also, this guy is 31 years old. How does he not know that this is something you should pay someone for? And he is overall being very inconsiderate and ungrateful of her volunteering to help him out. And you can bet if you didn't show up to this event, he would be by himself facing all these people trying to get all this stuff done. So honestly, I hate to say it, but not only is he taking advantage of your service and your willingness to help out, but I think he actively knows it. I think he knows that he's taking advantage of you and that he sees you as free labor, which you absolutely don't have to be. You could even take the angle of being like, look, I'll happily help out, but I can't afford to take off PTO days and not get paid for this. I need some kind of financial compensation and I need to make money from this, otherwise I simply can't do it. But however you decide to approach this, hopefully he sees where you're coming from because that's going to be a lot of hard work for you to do for free. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.